Samadhi Rush, a Sunrose Yoga production. Reveal and remember your sacred nature through the practice of yoga. The mission of this podcast is to share the teachings of yoga in an accessible way and to hold space for meaningful discussion. To learn more, please visit sunroseyoga.com. The podcast is made possible by the generous donations of students. If you practice with us here, please consider making a one-time or recurring donation at sunroseyoga.com. Thank you. Hello, most beloved friends. It's Kelly. Thanks for being here for episode 137. Can you hear the hail on my roof? You might hear thunder too. It's kind of amazing. This class that I have for you today was recorded live. My early morning Tuesday-Thursday class at the People's Yoga here in Portland, Oregon. We laugh quite a bit in this class and we focus our attention on the inhalation, paraka, the passion, the enthusiasm, engagement, and we also go pretty deep, deeply into the legs and hips with some standing shapes and then again on the floor. So I'm so glad that you're here for this class. If you are local to Portland, I would love for you to join me Fridays, April and May, in a class called Self-Love Fridays. It's yoga, tea, and a rotating gallery of self-care experts from our fair city and beyond. You can learn more at sunroseyoga.com. Thank you all. Love. And so today we'll start sitting, and it might be fun if we try sitting in Vajrasana, where we sit on the heels. Since we'll be here for a while, I always modify this with at least one, if not two props. Usually, at least one block between the feet under the tush. My favorite way to do it, though, is to then add a blanket on top of that block. This is kind of nice. And if you decide you want another blanket under your feet, you can do that, too. And so this is a really sort of stabilizing, neutralizing shape. Yeah, prop it up. Oh my gosh, that just reminded me of this. I don't know if this story is appropriate, but (laughs) prop it up. So one time I was having dinner with everyone, like I went back to the Midwest, and we went out to this place in Omaha, and our waiter literally said, sex it up. 45 times <laughs> during the meal. 
what it means. It was like, you know, we were ordering some wine and he was like, oh, well, if you really want to sex it up, get like this one. And I, I about, yeah, I about lost it. My husband is very like, no nonsense. And he was like, <laughs> anyway, prop it up, which actually has a meaning. Um, feel free to get the hips as high as necessary to feel at ease here. Then invite the eyes to close. Let everything sort of settle into that layer that's making contact with the earth. So let everything settle into the space from the toenails to the kneecap. Maybe releasing into the hips. And we'll let the tailbone become a bit more heavy. And you soften in the armpits. And with all this softening and settling still happening, can you relax into the length of your spine? Bring one hand to the heart and one hand to the belly. And our work now, just this, is to pay attention to what's actually happening. sensations, the movement, let's make a sound together as a group. Let's make the sound of Om. And today, if, if you can, if you're able, if you're invited to, can you notice where in your body, physiologically, you feel or sense each of the four parts of Om? The ah, the o, the mm, and then the pause, the space after sound ceases. 
Don't worry about what it sounds like. We'll take a full cycle of breath together before we begin. So deep breath in. And let it all go. And a deep breath in. the hands. And today as we move our bodies, whenever it occurs to you, go back to sensation. What do I feel physiologically right now? And so from here, we'll, we'll take our strap. I'm sorry if you're like me and you are reaching a long way for your strap. And it's useful if you take the, the, the metal part in one hand so that it's not, you know, like whacking your face or clunking somewhere causing you to worry. And so we'll just, you know, strap straight, loose, free. Take the metal part in one hand and with a fair amount of space, just take the tail with the other hand. And we're gonna do just some opening, awakening for the shoulders. Try, if you can, to keep the rest of the body as easy as possible, noticing those places where you might grip, you know, when things get a little sticky, just notice. And so to begin, we'll bring the strap in front of the body, pulling it taut, and as you breathe in, start to sweep the arms up toward the sky, and as you breathe out, you might have to widen the hands a bit, but with straight arms, we'll bring the, the strap and the arms behind the back. And there's that you know sweet spot where you can actually do it, breathing in, rising up, and breathing out, releasing down to the front. There's that sweet spot you know, between too easy and too hard. And it takes a little calibration, titration. And there will be parts of this cycle that feel really easy. Note where those are. And there will be times in the cycle where things feel so sticky that you're just not sure, like, oh, do I need to widen? 
and just note where those are. And within all of that, if you are able, notice what you feel in your body when things feel ease and when things feel challenging. And the next time that you are breathing in and your arms are drawing up toward the sky, we'll stay with the arms up overhead. And invite the tops of the shoulders to sort of settle away from the ears. Notice what that feels like. Notice how your body sort of you know, recalibrates there. And just nice and easy here, breathing in at the center, Breathe out and start to sort of tip to the right. And breathing into center. And then exhale, tip to the left. And we can't go too far or we'll tip right over. Notice where in your body this movement is effective, where you feel it. And in time, we'll breathe in and come back to the center. And as you breathe out, let it all go. Release the strap. You can sort of move that strap out of the way. And notice what you're feeling, like, oh, doesn't have to make any sense. Like what occurred to me just now was my armpits feel like they're smiling, which outside of this room would probably cause people to wonder about me. <laughs> From here, we'll breathe in and we'll come up onto the knees. And as you breathe out, leading with the chest, We'll start to lower the chest toward the floor and lower the right ear toward the floor. Bring your hands back toward the sacrum or back toward the feet. Now as you breathe in, let's rise all the way up. This time we'll sweep the arms toward the sky. And as you breathe out, release the hands back toward the sacrum, leading with the chest, moving the left ear toward the floor. And we'll do this a couple of times at the pace of your own breath. And there's no wrong way to do this. There's no righter way to do it than how you are. And we're still just noticing, you know, how the changes in movement, how the changes in the position of the body affect our experience. And after the next time that you breathe in and rise up, we'll release the arms down. We'll move whatever prop edge 
we have out of the way, keeping you know, the blocks close enough so that we can reach them later on. And we'll come to all fours, hands and knees, table pose. Take in a full breath into the back of the body. And as you breathe out, we'll tuck the toes under, move the hips toward the heels before lifting the knees away from the floor, straightening the legs to downward facing dog, Adho Mukha Svanasana. And really investigate here in this shape, like bend things, straighten things. <coughs> Feel all around for what you are making contact with, the floor, the sky. Maybe invite the shoulders to move away from the ears and the shoulder blades to move down the back. Nice. And what does that feel like? Well, we talk about this in here quite a bit, but like yoga is seeing more clearly what's actually happening. And the way that we do that, the way we find our way into that state of yoga is by just paying attention. What do I Maybe puppy, maybe dolphin. Right toes tucked under, let's lower the knee to the floor. Nice. 
And our general principle of alignment here is to keep the front knee stacked over the ankle. Beyond that, the world is your oyster. So you might first let yourself sort of sink in and then engage those right glutes so that you're pulled out and you can feel the quads activate. It doesn't have to be, I felt my quads activate. It could be like, Garfield or whatever, you know, that did not make any sense. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the cat is like lasagna. <laughs> Keep your left hand on the top of the left thigh with a breath in. We'll sweep the right arm toward the sky. And then soften up the shoulders. Yeah. Find a little release there. <coughs> and as you breathe in, press the feet into the floor. Maybe bend the knees a little bit to activate the legs. Maybe even tell your glutes to fire up. We'll start to slowly roll the spine all the way up towards standing. And you might even trying to reach for a block from the slips or something, you know, from across the room. And we'll take a wide stance. Let's start by turning, let's see, I hardly ever mirror anymore now. I'm like, I don't know what that this is. 
place one of the blocks like right below the belly onto the floor and the other one to the top of the mat. And so from here, breathe into the fullness of the back of the body. Can you broaden from shoulder to shoulder? We'll tuck the toes under. As you breathe in, move the hips toward the heels. And as you breathe out, step the right foot forward between the hands. It will stay in a low lunge. So the first block, you can come up a little bit block that was underneath your belly, we're going to kind of wedge right below the point of the left hip. And you kind of have to work to get it in there. Yeah. Nice. Untuck the back toe and you might sink into it deeper. From here, breathe into the length of your body from that left knee to the hairline. And as you breathe out, we'll start to soften the heart toward the floor, bringing both arms to the inside edge of that right knee and maybe resting the elbows on your block. Notice those places where you're trying to get somewhere and see if you send this invitation to stop struggling with what happened. If there's nowhere you need to get to, the idea is to become a little more intimate with gravity. With the gravity that's already happening. And with a breath in, we'll start to slowly climb out of the shape. We'll move the blocks out of the way, but keep them close by. And from here, we'll transition straight into pigeon. So for me, I know that I like to use the blocks as I lift the right foot from the floor and turn to the outer edge of that foot. The idea here so we have an external rotation happening in the right hip. Don't worry about the front shin and how close or far from parallel to the top of the mat it is. That's our, the furthest concern for us. The idea is that the belly button and both points of the hips are looking at the top of the mat. And that your left leg is moving straight back. Yeah, not at an angle. Good, so for now, let's keep the left toes tucked under so that there's some engagement happening in that leg. And you might even beyond that, invite your glutes to engage. Yeah. 
from there, breathe into the length of your body, in, uh, from the pubic bone all the way to the, the hairline, the place where the forehead and the hair meet. And then from that place of length, begin to invite the heart to move a little bit closer to the earth. Now, some of you might want to come down to the elbow. Some of you might want to come down to elbows on blocks. Yeah, okay. Beautiful, stable sacrums. I don't know if that's actually the plural of sacrum. Sacri. And if from this place you can invite your left hip, your left sitting bone to sort of thunk into their pockets, and then do that on the right side as well. Point of the hip, sitting bone, thunk. <coughs> And with a breath in, we'll start to slowly, you know, climb out of this shape. And if there's ever a time where downward facing dog feels good and restful, this, this could be it. Like, you know, sometimes when, when your teacher says like, oh, go rest and down dog. And you're like, what? This, this time that might actually be true. under the belly, kind of easiest to grab for it there, and the other at the top of the mat. And as you breathe in, breathe into the fullness of the back of the body. And as you breathe out, just let your tailbone become slightly heavier. And as you breathe in, tuck the toes under, move the hips slightly closer to the heels. And as you breathe out, step the left foot forward. And to start, well, you know, begin this process of placing the block. And I, it takes a little, a little work there to find the spot where it'll stay and you can rest on it. It's like really in there. Nice. Breathing into the length of the front of the body. And as you breathe out, start to soften the heart towards the earth. Both arms to the inside of the left knee. Perhaps the hands or elbows come into the block in whatever 
position or station feels right. And notice these internal, these interior engagements that are happening that are required to hold the shape. And notice those places where we might be holding out of habit. You can hold a little of that happiness in your knees. It might feel good to you to turn the toes out if you're going to go that way. It works a different part of the leg. Yeah, it shifts things back. Yeah, but absolutely. Pat just asked a great question. You can do a little finessing here. If you would rather have more of an external location in that left hip, turn the left toes out. Maybe widen the, the foot a bit and invite the knee to widen a bit. It, it shifts where you're likely to feel sensation, but it's also, it's also useful then to kind of or understand like how the tiniest movements play out in the body. Thanks everybody. With a breath in, let's slowly begin to climb out of the shape. And we'll start to move in the direction of pigeon, ekapadakapakasana. And for now, let's stay with this idea of keeping some engagement in the right leg, some support for the spine, some support for the Notice those places where you're feeling sensation. Go to them. What do you feel? Remember, it doesn't have to make sense to anyone. You know, like Garfield and lasagna. Like. And so in time, we'll use a breath in to slowly come out of this place. And the work is to be as sensitive coming out as we were going in. And an exhalation might be the thing to carry you to downward facing dog or something like it. Maybe puppy, maybe dolphin. 
And in time, we'll move back to the floor. So lowering the knees to the floor. Let's lower the bum toward the heels and the forehead toward the floor to something like child's pose or devotional. Just somewhere where you can really sort of experience this like rounding C-curve of the spine, heaviness in the tailbone, heaviness in the forehead. And once everything has settled in this place, perhaps you'll roll on the forehead from the left to the right. And in time, we'll move onto our backs into a shape of constructive rest where the knees are bent and the soles of the feet are on the floor. And without worrying too much about our alignment, organize your body so that your heels are about as wide as your sitting bones and your knees are tracking with your ankles. So if you're not sure where your sitting bones are, you might even reach down and feel your ischial tuberosities, like right in the center of your butt. And the heels are about as wide as those and the knees are tracking right over them. We'll turn the palms of the hands to face the sky. And as you breathe in, press the feet into the floor, press the small of your back, your lumbar curve into the floor. And as you breathe out, relax all of the effort. <coughs> and we'll do that a couple of times, breathing in, pressing the feet into the floor, pressing the small of the back into the floor. And as you breathe out, relaxing the effort. And the next time that you're breathing in and pressing the feet into the floor and pressing the small of the back into the floor, will stay in this shape. We'll just start to notice what is engaging. Notice how the tops of the thighs, the quads, are engaging to hold this shape. You might even feel them. You might feel your belly and notice that engagements are happening deep. Like maybe not right at the surface, but deep. And with a breath out, let go of all of the effort. And from here, we'll invite the knees toward the chest. We'll slide the knees toward the chest and let a loose hug happen around the knees. 
and maybe a little wobble or sway from side to side. And as you take a breath in, let that casual hug become a bit more intentional. And as you breathe out, lift your head, peel your head away from the floor, looking between the knees. And as you breathe in, release the head back down to the floor. And as you breathe out, let the hug loosen so it's a little more casual. And again, maybe sort of sway from side to side. Let's do that one more time where with a breath in, the casual hug becomes a little more intentional. And as you breathe out, you peel the, the back of the skull away from the floor. And as you breathe in, you release the skull back to the earth. And as you breathe out, relax the hug completely. And this time you might bring your hands to the tops of the knees and start to make some circles with the knees. And you can do this, you know, where the knees are moving together, like they're both traveling clockwise, or you can have them moving sort of in tandem where, or in opposition, where one is moving clockwise and the other one is moving counterclockwise. Counter whatever feels best. And with that, notice where you feel this in your body. Notice where your awareness is drawn to. <coughs> There's no righter way to do it than how you are. From here, we'll let go of the knees, and with a breath in, we'll reach the arms, hands, and fingers toward the sky. Let your shoulders settle into the floor. And as you breathe out, reach the arms, hands, and fingers up overhead. Maybe the backs of the hands touch the earth. Maybe the elbows bend a little or a lot. And with a breath out, we'll extend both legs toward the sky. We'll take in a full breath here. And as you breathe out, start to lower the right leg all the way down toward the earth, pressing the heel into the floor. We'll take in a breath here. And as you breathe out, start to lower the left leg all the way down, pressing the heels into the floor being with this shimmering length of the front of the body from the toenails to the tips of the fingers. Being with the softness of the back of the body as it's supported by the earth. And for a breath or two, Let's make the body just as long as possible.
and keeping that length as you breathe out press the center of your back the middle of your back into the floor and we'll take in a full breath here and as you exhale let go of all of the effort everywhere We'll start to move in the direction of our shape of rest. So there might be movements that your body still requires, maybe a rolling of the head from left to right, maybe a reclining twist or some sort of forward fold. And the pose of rest is whatever shape is restful to you. So it can be lying on the back or the side or the belly or with your legs up the wall or sitting. Do it up. Let everything settle into your bones, you know, into that layer of bone that is closest to the earth. And maybe your awareness rises up to the level of your skin.
spread your awareness in your body. Start to come to your ears. You might begin by noticing what you feel at the ears. Begin to notice the aliveness, the life, the vibrancy of your ears. And with your awareness there, in this way, you might begin to notice how sounds just come to you. You don't have to do anything to receive them. And with your awareness right there at the ears, I'll play some sounds for you. And the work is to just follow the sound, to just be with the sound until you can no longer. the breath to deepen. And with the deepening of breath, start to 
pay closer attention perhaps than, than you have been to how much the body moves as you breathe. Invite those movements to begin to spread across the body. time you might invite those movements to spread all the way across the body maybe making yourself as long as possible and hugging everything back into the middle And taking your time, really moving just like you, to come back up. And coming back to your seat. to the heart in a way that feels meaningful and, and natural to you. And noticing what sensation arises as you do that. And whether sensation invites a feeling or an emotion. And coming back to the sensation. Thanks everybody for sharing this space and your practice and your process. Love is real. Namaste.